Hey y'all, you are listening to Life in the Eyes of B. Holmes, a podcast about relationships, growth, our spiritual journey, and whatever else the Lord gives. I just want to take the time to thank you for taking this journey with me as I live what I give and I give what I live. Now, I'm your host, Brittany Holmes. Hey y'all, welcome back to Life in the Eyes of B. Holmes. I'm sending you love, positive vibes, and praying blessings your way. Thanks for coming back and joining me. So y'all already know, y'all should be used to the new routine. We are starting off with the Skin Deep. You know they have so many different categories for the end cards, dating, co-workers, healing, strangers edition. That's the one we're on and so many more. And you can go to the skindeep.com, place all them cards in your cart and then put my promo code. If my husband is listening, he going to say that's our promo code, but put the promo code Miss B Holmes into the box and you will get 10% off. So, what am I answering today? My card says, if you could grant your family one wish, what would it be and why? Um, I think that I would grant them, and I'm talking about my immediate family because I think I would do a different wish for like my entire family, but my immediate family, because I talk to them like consistently is to be debt free. Um, so then they can do what they want, like tap into all the things that they desire to do, start the businesses that they want, um, figure out what part of life. Cause I have like my nieces and my nephews, like, well, most of them, they are debt free aside from like, if they have a car payment or something like that. So that's the part of the debt that I'm talking about for them, but just being debt free can do what you want to do with the money that you work hard for so you can set yourself up for the better um down the line um because that's exactly what I would want for me and my husband and it's coming you know we working so today <laughs> today's episode says better or for better or for worse part 1 and this is why it's called part 1 y'all I saw something that sparked me wanting to have a conversation. And so I decided, okay, well, what if I get something else that makes me want to have another conversation along the same line? Because I love the title. Shout out to my basically twin, you know. Um, And I, so I just did part one. So how did we get here? Beyonce tickets. Okay, and I'm going to explain, but let me just build up to that. So the healthy process in a relationship is building a friendship, which helps you build a strong foundation, which leads to dating. If you are both on the same wave and if you're on the same wave, it'll lead you to engagement. And then if y'all did the work, it will lead you to marriage. Notice that I said, if you did the work. Because marriage is not a fairy tale. It's not like Beauty and the Beast. It's not like Cinderella. 
just because you put that ring on does not mean that it all falls in line. Okay. I love my husband. I love my marriage. But after the marriage license and after the wedding ban, it still takes work. It might not be a whole strenuous, you know, got to do work every day, you know, because if you've done the work beforehand, then it's just ongoing work just to make sure that y'all, y'all are ticking, y'all are working. Um, But it really takes work. It's a job. And I'm stressing the importance of doing the work because I want your current or future relationship to be completely successful. We see so many people get divorced. We see and hear about so many people that are afraid to get married um, or they don't want to get married again. Um, I think I was on the line of I was afraid to be married. I absolutely was. And I can be transparent with it. Um, And I was afraid because I hadn't seen like positive, so many positive, healthy relationships and marriages. I've seen people be married, but like, are y'all communicating well? Do y'all spend time together? Do y'all go on dates? Do y'all talk? Do y'all apologize? Like, that's what I mean when I say, like, I've seen a lot of people be married around me, but is it healthy? Are y'all growing? Are y'all continuously getting to know each other? Are y'all building? Do y'all still like each other? Do y'all still spend time with each other? That's what I mean. So in my experience, you are more prone to be open to doing the work if you do the work well before your rings. Having those hard conversations, healing, identifying negative patterns, talking about each other's deal breakers, talking about your strengths, talking about your weaknesses, and so much more. Listen, we want marriages to last, okay? That's my prayer. Like, I literally pray for singles. I pray for marriages. And one a part of my prayer is, like, seeing lasting marriages so people see that it's possible this people see others and they're like, okay, that's what I want or, and not like in a, um, what a coveted way, but just saying, you know, that that's possible. I want a healthy marriage like that. Um, and not like the same exact, um, blueprint, but you know, I know that it can look like that. I know that it doesn't have to be that I'm settling for just to have a man around and we don't even talk on a regular basis. It's just a facade when we go out in public. That's what I mean. So y'all, I was really minding my business. I was minding my business and I was scrolling on Facebook (laughs) and I ran across a screenshot from a post from the shade room. And y'all know the shade room is on Instagram, but this screenshot was on Facebook. And it was a telephone conversation between a um boyfriend and girlfriend, I guess newly engaged, or I'm not sure if it was newly engaged, but they were engaged. So the woman said, babe, and he, you know, responded, said, yeah, babe. And she said, I love you. And he said, I love you too. What's going on? And <laughs> It's so funny because, woo, it took me through reading this. So it said, babe, I really want to go to the B concert. It's in July and pre-sale tickets is two sixteen. You don't have to get me a Vita gift or a birthday gift. I just want to see Beyonce. And she put, please. She sent a screenshot 
of which one she wanted to go to. And <laughs> that ticket started on February 16th. It's not funny. I just find it funny because she was like adamant. And when I read this to y'all, if y'all have not already seen it, you'll understand why. So he was like, come on now. We agreed to not spend money. And I, you know what? I have to take this back because I don't know if this is a man and a woman or a woman and a woman or whoever. So I take, please accept my apology on it. But the couple. So the person was like, come on now, we agree to not spend money on entertainment until we save enough for our house. We've been saving 10 months. Can't do it, babe. Sorry. And instead, I'm begging you. She doesn't do concerts often. This is a once in a lifetime thing. This would really make me happy, babe. Please, please. And then they responded with, you told me last year an engagement would really make you happy. I did that. Then you said a house would really make you happy. We made a deal to not waste money on stuff like that. Her tickets start at 600 for nosebleeds without taxes and fees. Now this was, let me insert, this was before she released like the real price list. I'm not sure if it's out because I don't plan on going so I haven't looked. Um, but this was before. So, and then it says, we can't do it. Once we get this house, we can have fun. Stay focused, babe. <laughs> so she says, or, you know, they say, so it's a no. When the tickets go on sale, they won't last long. She will be sold out in hours. I'm begging you and you're saying no. The response was no. Stay on course, babe. We will talk about this later. I love you. They say, wait, some of that money is mine. Though I know I, I have, I'm reading it how she wrote it. Some of that money is mine. Though I know I gave you at least a thousand towards the house fund. Please give me my money and I'll pay it back later. And again, I read it just like they wrote it. <laughs> and then the response is, are you serious? And they say their name, they blanked it out. Tell me you're joking, dot, dot, dot. Because I'm very serious. When can I pick it up? And then the response was, you're telling me Beyonce is more important than our dream home. We've been saving, well, house, we've been saving 10 months for. You contributed 17 to the fund. The rest is me. You promised to be responsible. They said, I want my money. And they said, okay, I'll withdraw today and you can pick it up. The engagement is off. I need a break. And they said, what? So you're breaking up with me for asking for my money? Fine. Text me when I can pick up. Pick, pick up. Bye. So one thing while I was like sitting down and thinking about this episode, I didn't even realize like, she didn't even have access to their money. So one thing that says to me, did he already not trust her to be in control of the funds? Like you just give me your money. And maybe it was a thing of like saving is her weakness, as you can see, because she wants to get, you know, Beyonce tickets. And he just said, okay, well for now I'll be in control of it. So that's what I'm thinking, but that's neither here nor there. That's not what I'm, I want to talk about. The part I want to talk about is do I see both sides? Absolutely. I see and hear both sides. Emotions were high and nobody was listening to one another. She wasn't listening. Well, she wasn't hearing that they made a collective collective decision to save for their future. 
And her hearing made her jump to my money. <laughs> and baby, when you get married, my don't get you far. <laughs> you give that up for our. It's our money. I still have troubles with it. Not that I, you know, withhold anything, but like my my verbiage sometimes is my, but it's us. We together. Because that's how my my husband he treats me. So it's in their sense, it would have been, it's our money, not it. That's my money. Um, and they ain't even married yet, but the plan that they agreed upon was for them both to save together. And that's the one thing that he was trying to get her to. And I keep saying her, but you know, just roll with me. Okay. Y'all get it. Um, <laughs> that's what he was trying to get her to see. And for him, he wasn't acknowledging her won't. If you just say, you know, I see that I understand she does not tour like that many times. I understand this is important to you, but we did make a promise or a vow or we, you know, said that we were going to be responsible together. Instead, he responded by giving her a rundown of a list of things that she wanted and that he did for her. And who wants to have things thrown back in their face? I see why she responded in that manner. Because when you, um, you got to look at it like, I'm telling you a need and instead of like, listening even if you're not going to change your mind you respond by throwing things in my face and so she like okay I need to gain some sense of control back like you feel like you got control like you controlling me like this don't seem equally beneficial at this moment so let me say let me give me my money back so that's how I really see both sides of it like she wasn't listening to or trying to hear like that we made this decision together and he wasn't trying to acknowledge her feelings you have to acknowledge the feelings even if it's not going to change your mind it gives you a long way it gets you a long way so I see both sides of it from the end of the convo um he was done like he, I'm not sure of the real outcome because they could have cooled off and they could have you know, had a calm conversation. They also could have really called it quits, but I don't know. But this is a prime example of how important being on the same page, having those hard conversations, listening and having effective communication skills is so important. It's so needed because how would you handle that in the heat of the moment or in the heat of a disagreement? Those moments are crucial because you can say the wrong thing if you're not listening. If you don't take the time to take a breath, take a step back, use the skills that you learned and have an effective conversation. And that's the things that I want y'all to learn either if you're already in a current relationship or for your future relationship. We are building healthy thoughts, healthy habits. We just trying to be healthy. Okay. 
because I want your relationship to last. Because when you sit back and think about it, if this was your mindset, um, thinking Beyonce tickets was more important than the vow that y'all made together, or if you thought that running down the things that you did for a person and throwing it back in their face and that was going to justify why you're saying no, are you really ready for better or for worse? Think about it. I look forward to more episodes like this. Let me know what you think because y'all are important because y'all listen to me. So I want to know if y'all liked it or not so we can, you know, find some more stories that we could talk about and dive into. Um, so let me know what you think. I am a self-worth and relationship coach whose mission is to help individuals learn their self-worth which will help you be a better partner, have healthy relationships, and help you not to settle. My vision while coaching is to help you gain effective communication skills, identify any negative patterns, understand love and foundation, recognize the power of forgiveness, and grow in your own happiness. Check out my website at bjhomes.com. You can book a free 20-minute discovery call with me, and we can have a chit-chat. Thanks so much for listening to me, listening to me as I live what I give and give what I live. Please subscribe, share, and leave me a review. Until next time, bye y'all.